welcome to the Highlander Rewatch Podcast, where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. Oh, freeze frame. And this is Eamon. Oh, oh, boy. Rock and roll. <laughs> oh, man. I like this uh, new, like, Liverpool Eamon. How are you guys doing today? We're good. Rocky, Liverpool Eamon. <laughs> <laughs> so is this uh, voice a harbinger of things to come, Eamon? No. Still nerdy video game music. Very good. <laughs> but it is still music. That's right. It is, so, still, uh, it is still music, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, so everybody, welcome to part two of our two-part episode, uh, discovering some music we're all listening to during quarantine. We thought this would be yeah. fun to do kind of a non-Highlander-related thing and, uh, you know, just share some tunes we're listening to and uh, hope you enjoy them. Uh, so yeah, but before we kick back into things... Um, Kyle, you mentioned in the last episode that uh, I guess Darling Side was coming around and the concert was canceled. Uh, were there any other can concerts that you were planning on going to that you can't anymore? Um, honestly, not too many. Because uh, like a lot of times, a lot of the bands I go see, like I don't have to buy that far in advance usually. Right. Um, like I'm usually not that worried about stuff like that getting sold out. Like. Because they're all really unpopular bands. <laughs> yeah, they're all just total shit. Actually, there is a, a one that I was looking forward to doing is actually one of my picks for today, which is King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard, who's going to come to uh, the Electric Factory. Actually, it's not called the Electric Factory anymore. I think now it's called the Franklin. The Franklin, uh, that's right. And they were actually, in the next couple of weeks, supposed to be uh, playing there. But obviously, that's not happening. So that's kind of a bummer. Mm. Um, but that would be the third or fourth time I've seen them. And Yeah, know. cool. Rule. How about yeah. you guys? Have you uh, missed any events because of this stuff? Uh, on Thursday, was it thir Thursday night, uh, I had tickets to go to see Dan Deacon at Underground Arts. And that, of course, got postponed, not canceled. So I'm excited for him to come back around. Uh, although it was nice that, uh, I don't know if anybody caught the Smithsonian put on a concert on Thursday night. It was called Space Songs. It was hosted by Adam Savage. Uh, and they had a bunch but of the different... The, the Mythbusters guy? Yes, the Mythbusters Okay. Uh, and so they had a bunch of different uh, performers come on uh, and do songs that had something to do with space or the stars. Uh, but Dan Deacon um, did a piece for them. So that was cool. So I still got to see him that night. Uh, yeah. It was great. Well, that is something that is kind of cool. Um, I know I'm constantly getting peppered with emails from like the Philadelphia Orchestra. I know like the the Met is doing things where they're just doing live performances that people can stream for free. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, it gives you a glimpse of some live music and, yeah. you know, get, get a little culture in you. Even right. though you're culture in you. I was supposed to go to the Bell House to see Blank Check's five-year anniversary. Oh. Do you ever listen to that podcast? Uh, yeah. Blank check. It's like I'm aware of it. I've, I'm not like a regular listener, though. Yeah. Is it about like really clueless people from the Czech Republic? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> uh, and that, that got canceled. Uh, I had a trip, a few trips that I had to cancel. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, same here. Actually, uh, in a, two weeks, my uh, college friends and I were supposed to go to New Orleans as like a a bro trip um so unfortunately that's off mm. get some of that jumbo lie it's crawfish aiming yeah crawfish crawl dad aiming 
Oh, gonna get a little bit of that etouffee. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was all gonna be about po' boys and and, and shrimps, but uh, unfortunately, that's uh, no longer on the docket. But one of those guys is actually about to move to LA, so we're currently Los Angeles or Louisiana. What's that? Los Angeles or Louisiana? <laughs> Los Angeles. Though, if it was Louisiana, that would be amazing. Uh, so that that road trip might get reconfigured to uh, go help him get settled in LA and tear up the town. Oh. Uh, but yeah, huh. I think it's also next week to see Mika at the Met. Oh, that's I'm awful. so bummed about that. Mika, what's that? Mika, uh, Mika is a British pop star. Uh, I think he's great. It's uh, you know, some people might describe it as like bubblegum pop. Uh, but yeah, not all cool. of it is like it's so much fun. I don't know. I love him. He's great. Also, is, he kind of reminds me of Freddie Mercury a little bit. Yeah, very Freddie Mercury vibe. Uh, if we do uh, another music episode, maybe we'll play some uh, some Mika. Yeah. What's, what's his biggest hit? Um, um, I guess Grace Kelly is probably Grace his Kelly. biggest. That's hit. it. Yeah. Uh, another yeah. person from Philly. Nice. You yeah. even could have included him in your Philly list. That's right. You, I could have included it. You missed it. That's right. Wait, Mika's from Philly? No, Mika's from Britain. Well, uh, but Grace, Grace Kelly? Kelly is from Philadelphia. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right, Eamon. Uh, I'm enjoying all the different shades of Eamon. We're getting 50 shades of Eamon here. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to start whipping myself. That's right. Anthony Delonge style, to bringing it back to Highlander. Ooh, Right away from that. It. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about music. Kyle, you are up first now. Oh, really? Pick. Yes. Uh, so, Kyle, what is this uh, next selection? All right. So, this next selection is the song Bone uh, from the band I mentioned a few moments ago, King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard, which is a mouthful, but it is surprisingly fun to say if you've never said it aloud. Damon, do you remember the comic Bone? I do. There you go. I, I love that comic. Is that what this is about, Kyle? I don't think so, but okay, uh, never mind. So here we go. Well, let's oh. So this band is really kind of cool. They're insanely prolific. Like they put out an album maybe once every nine months, it kind of seems like. Uh, every time I go on Spotify, I'm like, oh shit, they put out another album. Uh, but they are all wildly different. This was the first album I ever heard by them. It's called Paper Mache Dream Balloon. Uh, and it's all kind of got this like kind of hippie rock vibe that goes throughout it. And I love this album. It's all really cool. There are other, other albums, most of them sound nothing like this. Like, some of them are polar opposites of this. Um, the first time I ever saw them play, they played uh, Underground Arts here in Philly. Uh, and they just put out this album called Nanagon Infinity. And it's like a weird kind of like prog rock concept album. <laughs> Is it uh, like uh, George W. Bush, Nanagon? <laughs> yeah. that's actually the only lyric in the whole thing it's weird but you gotta buy into it dan carvey the guest guest spot on it <laughs> uh 
And then they followed that with an album that is a concept metal album about global warming. I mean, like, and a, it's like a hardcore metal album. <laughs> like, it's wild that the same band put out all three of these things. Wow. Um, but they're kind of blowing up. They, they were at uh, the Electric Factory or the Franklin Now the last time I saw them, which is like easily 10 times the size of Underground Arts the first time I saw them a couple years ago. Um, so it seems like they're doing well and like all their stuff is really cool. Awesome. Here, let's listen a little more. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I feel like this band has something for everybody because whatever style of music you like, they probably put out an album that is that. Um, so I don't know. It's cool. Like I feel like you don't see too many bands that do those kinds of like radical transformations anymore. But no. I guess when you're like a more indie band, you can get away with that shit. Yeah, that's really awesome. How 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 big of a band are, are the little figures on the cover indicative of the of the band members? Uh, when I saw them, I think there were six people on stage, um, and they're all like pulling double duty. Like a lot of them are switching instruments and whatnot. Uh, the first time I saw them was awesome because they basically played the entirety of that prog rock album straight through without taking a break. It was like kind of insane because like people would start going nuts and then like to clap for the song ending, but it all the songs run directly into each other. So, and then they like took a break and all of a sudden started playing stuff from this album. It's like all of them switched out and went and grabbed like flutes and shit. <laughs> then all of a sudden you were in like this very mellow space to end the thing out. It was pretty cool. Cool. It is cool. Awesome. So we should remind everybody that in the uh, description for this episode, there's going to be links to full videos uh, for each of these songs if you want to check them out more. And also in the comments section below, make sure to list whatever you're listening to during quarantine. What do you want to share with the fans? What do you share? want to share with us? All that sort yeah, of I mean, stuff. You like us, so we know you have good taste. So we want to know what... <laughs> Also, you know what I'm just thinking now? We should have, we should do an episode that's like, I'm sure you guys have come across these on YouTube. Like a lot of metal bands have tapped into Highlander as uh, sources of inspiration. Like there's some weird deep cuts about Highlander online. Like this band Queen. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> all, all I know is the, uh, we have, I think we posted this when we were doing the Highlander anime. I think it's Dream Theater somebody matched up one of their songs with like Colin McLeod or uh, yeah, oh, getting the quickening. Who is that? <sighs> yes, it's great. Yeah. Like I think, I'm pretty sure I think about that at least once a day. It's a classic. <laughs> like, There's it, an hour version of that. Yeah, <laughs> we posted. It's so very good. I was thinking about how much I liked that movie the other day, uh, Search for Vengeance. It's pretty, it's really good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Like, there's so much about it I like, and then there's a lot of weird shit in it. But yeah, like, I'm a the ride. Like, honestly, if it had all been Chainsaw Immortal Guy, it <laughs> yeah. might be one of my favorite animes. Frankly, <laughs> that's such a that's such a strong opener. It is. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm up next. 
do it. All right, so we got a, this one's a doozy, guys. So I'm actually going to play four little segments from this. I'm sorry I'm going, you know, a little over, but I, I think in particular this song deserves it because it's so wild. Uh, so uh, I picked a song called Whack World, uh, which is, that that's is it. That's, that's right, Eamon. That's what it's all about, whacking off. Um, this is by uh, Tiara Whack. Uh, she's a West Philly hip-hop artist. Uh, and this album uh, came out maybe a year or two ago. Um, yeah, maybe two years ago. Uh, and the whole album is called Whack World. It is 15 songs, and they're all one minute long. And so it's this cool concept album. Also, I should say, this was her very first album. And, like, mega props to do a concept album uh, as your first album. Uh, wow. Other people I think did that was, like, Janelle Monet. Like, pretty cool. Um, well, put anyway, it in a similar category in any way is a pretty pretty high praise. Right. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'll, I'll play just the intro, uh, and then uh, yeah, then I'll play the other clips, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. So I hope people like this. It's it's this is very different, and I love it so much. It's great. Um, We had talked about this artist before, Keith. I did not realize the Philadelphia connection. That's even cooler. Yeah, uh, it's pretty wild. Like she, well, there's some cool videos on YouTube. I urge everybody to just search Tierra Whack Philadelphia, I guess, on YouTube. Uh, there's videos of her at like 15 years old, like on the streets, like rapping. It's amazing, ridiculous. Uh, but before we get into the rest of the video, so I should explain a little bit more about her style. Like, She's really experimental, I guess. Uh, she, she said before that like, she gets bored with her own voice. Like, mm -hmm. why should I just sing in this particular way? Why shouldn't I sing in other ways? Uh, so she just messes with the way her the vocal quality is. And as a byproduct of that, you end up in just, I don't know. Uh, I mean, she, she uh, runs the gamut of stuff from stuff like this that's kind of quirky. There's like mumble rap we're going to hear. Uh, we're going to hear some pretty funny stuff that's like, I don't know, she's great. Uh, and um, I love that, like, there's just, like, this sense of fun and play with her stuff, even though sometimes it gets, like, pretty serious and dark, as you're about to see. Uh, so let's listen to a little bit more, and we'll see. Again, there's 15 of these all in sequence, and they all kind of connect to each other. It's really cool. I love that face, Eamon. Look at that. I'm scared. Which Eamon is that? I'm scared. Who's so scared, Eamon? <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to continue listening. Yeah. Air boy, take this L. Probably would've blew up a night if I was white. We're at with a mic and we're really baggy tights. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Queen. Uh. Taking bubble baths. Love to see my mother laugh. 
Can't wait to soup home so I can hug his ass. Niggas coming up short, where's the other half? Even if my eyes closed, they won't fucking crash. I'm in my fucking bag. Wait, where you at? She, yeah. Life is easy, I'm somebody hard to come across. Check the pH level, and now I'm done with boss. Sipping stocky right when I be still become a boss. Send my cousin to the store to buy some fucking off. Fuck it, I'm mosquitoes. Fuck it, I don't need those. Love it, on my big balls. Dollar signs, yeah, I need those. Oh, big up, hey, buddy. So I didn't know Pick up, so I didn't know Pick up, dollar signs, yeah, I need those. All right. It's a pretty big change of uh, tone from the first one there. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that got intense quickly. Right? Um, yeah, she's really interesting. Uh, she she moved to Atlanta for a couple of years, and she ended up moving back to Philly uh, because she said, like, this is the place where, like, she could really, like, make her music. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's super prolific. I know she she apparently filled, like, a laptop with music when she was in, in Atlanta. All of it unpublished. Uh, she just, yeah. like, writes all the time. Uh, but now, so again, there's 15 different songs in here. They're all one minute long. Uh, so we'll jump into some of the more fun ones now. Uh, so here we go. Yeah. They took my dog away. They treat him like a stray. I talked to God today. That's right. They're great. Also, the fact that the puppets are singing Hell on Earth is like <laughs> amazing. Also, how fucked up is the movie Dog- All Dogs Go to Heaven? I haven't seen that in a long time. There well, is a doggy hell, though, right? Very much so. Oh, boy. It's, yeah. Dog. Yeah, so All Dogs Go to Heaven, unless you like turn back your cosmic dog clock and come back to Earth, then you go to hell. Wow. It's rough. That's so cool. Oh, it's Grizzly. rough. Hey, oh, speaking of dogs, rough. here's a cat. <laughs> oh, I like that transition. Yeah, right. So speaking of this thing, here's yeah. this other thing. So here's more cuteness for everybody Aww. out there. Aww. Aww. Wave. Who is this? Is that Dan Dan? This is Ray. Oh, Ray. Ray. Hey, bud. Bloop, bloop, bloop. So cute. So cute. All right, and so finally, uh, we'll finish out with another little segment from her. Uh, again, a more fun part of the song, uh, which is great. Let's do it. I'm very excited to see how this shakes out after that. Yeah, everybody should wa- just sit down, have a have a cocktail, watch this whole thing. It's it's a real treat. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> So sick, so sad Whenever I'm happy It makes you 
the balloon while saying fuck off (laughs) it's like such a perfect little beat (laughs) so she's really great again her name is tiara whack uh look her up she's fantastic i like her country twang yeah right yeah and and there's so many different videos in that uh like on that album uh and her voice is so different in every single one it's pretty amazing nice that was four out of 15 we got so much more to see that's right a lot more all right, Mr. All right, Mr. Amon, you are up. What is your next pick? We got, uh, let's see here. We're going in order, right? We can do yes. Castlevania. Ooh. Ooh. Which Castlevania, Amon? Symphony of the Night. Ooh, some would say, and in fact, I would say, that is the best one. I would agree. Um, hey, it's got the word symphony right in the title there. It's exactly. So it's evidently appropriate. That's right. Um, this game, uh, my cousin gave this to me. I was a kid and I tried to play it on PlayStation and uh, I was really bad at it and I hated it. And then I played it again as an adult and it's like one of my favorite games of all time. And I played it for like a million hours and then my roommates played it again and I just watched them play it. And it's a great game. Wow. Did you defeat the Dark Priest Shaft? That's right. Yeah, it was a weird choice on that one, but. Ah, all right. Let's take a listen. Uh, this soundtrack's really good uh it has a lot of different styles of music um it has more like symphonic orchestral it has like chamber type music it has this weird jazzy type stuff it's a it's a great soundtrack um and it's a great game if you have time to kill uh deceptively long game yes because you think you're at the end, and if you've met the appropriate conditions, the castle, Dracula's castle flips over, and you go through the entire castle upside down. And then if you meet certain conditions again, you can play through the whole game again as a different character, and it's wow. bananas. It cool. is bananas. It's awesome. Uh, is there a Netflix uh, Castlevania show? Did I see that? Yes, I was about really? to ask him if he'd seen it. I have not. Um, I want to watch it, uh, but I've not seen it. All right. He just came back for a third season. I think it's the third season. Uh, it's odd. It's very, it is not at all what I was expecting. I kind of like it. It's weird. Like, I feel like it's kind of dumb, but I also love it. Uh, and it follows kind of the Castlevania three sort of arc with like the supporting characters from that are in it. Um, it's pretty good. I don't know 
how well rooted in Castlevania necessarily is, but like who gives a shit? <laughs> um, and some of the animation is really cool. It's quite dark though. Huh. All right, let's listen a little more. I have a question for you guys. Are you guys playing any video games or I should say like at all during this time? Oh boy, Eamon. Is that scared oh. Eamon again? Yeah, it's scared Eamon. I'm not. <laughs> you're afraid of the fact that you're not playing video games? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. I've only had the opportunity to play video games, which I had not for a long time. So I just beat uh, Arkham Knight, the final in the, the Arkham Batman games. It's cool. Yeah, it's quite good. I'm in the midst of uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which has also been pretty fun. And then uh, I don't know what I'm moving on to next. Uh, some friends and I who play a lot of like online board games together just got Divinity Original Sin 2, um, which is supposed to be amazing. <laughs> it's like a multiplayer <laughs> RPG. Um, so is we're going to take that down during the quarantine. Is that a Japanese game? I actually don't know. It's like an isometric RPG, like Baldur's Gate style. Okay. Um, the title is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite ridiculous. Yeah, I'm really sad I don't have a PlayStation 4 because I want to play um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Does look good. I understand it's quite good. Yeah. Somebody pointed this out to me the other day, and I can't unsee it. Barrett, the guy with a gun arm. He's ripped, but both of his arms are equally jacked, and that doesn't seem like it should be a thing. Because, right, like, either one arm is always carrying around the heavy gun, so it should be more ripped than the other one, because it's a gun arm. Gun or, it's like, how does he work out that arm? Like, if he's, like, getting shredded, how does he get the gun arm thing shredded? He can't grab a weight. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. I don't know. No, I don't want to play the game anymore. Yeah, I don't know which one should be more jacked, but they should not be equally jacked. Mm. Remember Jax from Mortal Kombat? That's right. Nope, like it, like you were, were my own brother. <laughs> I've been playing Pilot Wings. Oh boy! For Nintendo sixty four. Very nice. I've been like Are playing it to beat it. Goose. That's right. I pick Goose. Every, all, yeah, pretty much every time I pick Goose, he's he's the guy. A Top Gun game. It is not a Top Gun game. It is a very strange sort of game where you can either have a rocket pack, a hang glider, or a like gyrocopter thing, mm. and you just fly through like rings. You land on pads. Like it's it's kind of a flight simulator, but not really. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes you fight this thing called Mecha Hawk, and you have to shoot him with missiles. I love it. I'm loving it. It's great. And then you can also be Birdman or whatever, the wingsuit. Oh, the wingsuit. Yeah, Birdman. You just cru cru uh, cruise around. Bird. Relaxing. That's right. It seems like, it was like the kind of game I don't think I was into when I was 12. Like, I don't think I, there was much there for me, but I bet it, like, just tooling around now, I'd get more out of it. Yeah. It's been fun. Hmm. Kyle, your next pick. We got the Symphony of Science. We are all connected, I believe. 
Oh, I just wanted to say I have oh, the yeah. Symphony of the Night soundtrack on vinyl as well. Oh, do wow. you? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, sh I should mention the main character of Symphony of the Night is one of the main characters in the Castlevania anime. Ooh, uh, well, no, I definitely have to check it out. He's featured quite prominently. Alucard, which is Dracula backwards. Yeah, I, I <laughs> way too long to realize that the first time I played the game when I was like 13. I was oh, like, yeah, like, huh, why is this like, what a weird name? And then I saw it and I was like, God damn it, this is yeah. so <laughs> It's like Neilbog. <laughs> Neilbog. It's Goblin spelled backwards. These are trolls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, Kyle, your next pick is Symphony of Science. We are all connected. Tell us, uh, what do you want to tell us about this before we hit play? Sure. So Symphony of Science uh, is a series of uh, uh, basically remixes of science videos where famous uh, science personalities are telling you, or like set to music and articulate certain concepts and things like that. Uh, the guy who does his name, John Boswell, but most of the time online, he goes by the name Melody Sheep. Mm -hmm. uh, and his ma the main thing he does is he does these like video like basically auto tunes videos into some pretty interesting songs. Um, yeah, so and he does it like way professionally now. Like his stuff is on PBS, Smithsonian, like National yeah. Geographic. It's cool. You uh, he does a really good like trio of videos that PBS hired him to do about Bob Ross, uh, Julia Childs. Uh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers yeah. Oh, and there's a Reading Rainbow one. So it's the, the four. Uh, they're all kind of amazing. I think the Bob Ross one is my favorite. But since we are in the middle of a crisis right now, but a crisis which science might help get us out of, uh, I thought that was a good chance to kind of revisit this Symphony of Science uh, suite. And this is one of my favorite pieces from that era of his music. All right, here we go. These are great. This standing on a planet. Really, I'm just a speck, I'm just a speck Compared with a star, the planet is just another speck To think about all of this To think about the vast emptiness of space Billions and billions of stars Billions and billions of specks The beauty of a living thing is not the atoms that go into it But the way those atoms are put together All right uh, about to kick into the chorus which is great yeah so we just got a, a, a heaping dose of bill nye and carl sagan i'd say a lot of the symphony of science ones especially the early ones are really driven by footage from the cosmos yeah uh the original series but um he also pulls in clips from like stephen hawking richard Feynman, uh like uh neil degrasse tyson a lot of your famous science personalities of the day mm -hmm will make an appearance on all variety of uh, scientific topics. Yeah. All right, let's listen to the chorus. Is Beekman in it? <laughs> well, it's his world. We're just living in it. That rat. I forgot that about the rat. What's the rat's name? I have no idea. That's top-level trivia right there, baby. Here we go. Cosmos is also within us. We're made of sparks. We are away. Across the sea of space, the stars are other sun. We've traveled this way before, and there is much to be learned. We're all connected to each other, 
Earth chemically to the rest of the universe. Atomic. Find it elevating and exhilarating to discover that we live in a universe which permits the evolution of molecular machines as intricate and subtle as we. You got to enjoy that Richard Feynman playing all those bongos. That's right. Uh, Very famous uh, physicist from Princeton. Yes, who worked on the Manhattan Project. That's right. The uh, atomic blah, 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 blah. That's right. That he was the, I think he was the youngest person. He was like a kid when he was working on that. Yeah, and then like, had a lot of guilt about it. Yeah. <laughs> He's well, a fascinating individual and scientist. Everyone should learn more about him. Yeah. Why, why did he have guilt about it? Oh, no please. reason. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the rat's name is Lester. Lester. Well, we know. Also, did you guys? Um, shit, I was about to say something. Oh, Carl Sagan sounds a little bit like Agent Smith from uh, the the Matrix. Oh, interesting. I was gonna say he sounds a little bit like Kermit the Frog. But yeah. That's <laughs> Kermit the Frog, Mister Anderson. But yeah, if you're not familiar with Carl Sagan, uh, a lot of times. Oh, sorry, Kyle. Go ahead. No, I was just saying billions and billions in a Carl Sagan voice. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, billions and billions is, uh, a, like, I don't want to say a catchphrase of his, but was something that was often, like, uh, parodied in pop culture. And a lot of times when you see sketches with, like, a scientist presenting something, you will see them in a turtleneck and, like, a tan blazer. And that's, like, a Carl Sagan reference. Uh, but, yeah. Some Sagan. Yeah. And Richard Feynman, uh, you know, he's playing the bongos. He was, like, I don't know. He was the student of, like, he traveled to Tibet, uh, you know, uh, he was a, a big proponent of marijuana use, I believe, and uh, <laughs> different psychotropic drugs. Uh, and there he was just playing, like, also just Google, like Richard Feynman bongos, watch that video. Uh, and he's just playing the bongos. He's riffing off the words orange juice, <laughs> juice, juice, orange juice. Uh, really interesting guy. Uh, so check him out. And I don't know, this one always hits a chord for me because it's like a, you know, a, right now is a good time for a reminder that we're all in this together and lo, science has a lot of interesting things to say about the the, the things that kind of hold us together, both, yeah. both physically and metaphorically. So, you know, I would check out all this stuff. Um, he also has some like random, more fun ones. Like he has a couple albums on Spotify under the name uh, Melody Sheep where he remixes all kinds of random shit. Um, there's a really good Bruce Lee uh, related one where he like remixes some words of wisdom from him. There's a bunch of Game of Thrones related ones that are really fun. So check them out. They're coming out with the uh, Criterion Collection Bruce Lee set also. Very good. Which I will probably buy. All right. Fun. <laughs> Bruce Lee is fun. Yeah, I like that guy. Is true. Uh, okay. Whoop. What's that? Cato. Cato. Uh, all right. This is my last uh, Philly band pick. Mm -hmm. Four from Philly. Um, so this is the band Swift Technique. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Uh, yeah. They are a large, like, funk, soul, pop ensemble. Uh, I think they're really fun. Um, so I'll play maybe three little sections of this video. Uh, also, because I picked this video in particular because it gives like a lot of Philly flair. Uh, the name of this song is Mainline. Um, so nice. I will play just the intro first before kind of the music starts, uh, just because it's very fun and it's a, a very Philly thing. And then we can kind of talk about all this shit. Very nice. 
Yo, Antair. I hope all is well. This is your favorite nephew, Andy, a.k.a. Lil' Kev. Haven't seen you since you got thrown out of St. Dasta for drinking wine during a mass. You always were so funny and daring, Antair, and I love you for it. Your sister, Marlene, Kev Sr., and my sister, also, and Gianna, Mikey, Stacy, Andy, Trace, Vinny, Big Lil' Time, Patty Ice, Big Pat, and everybody else on State Route says hello. I just wanted to let you know that me and my new band has a show at somewhere on the main line. Now, no pressure if you can't make it, but if I didn't see you, it'd be a sin. It'd be a sin. I love that Philly accent he's doing. It's it's a real treat. He is. You a tuna hoagie? Uh... <laughs> uh, so we should talk a little bit about the Philly accent. Uh, yeah. Because this, this features the Philly accent strong. Although I guess we should also mention like the Delco accent is really like They're what similar. this is. Right? Delco. Yeah, Amon, you're, you're Mr. Does Voices. Uh, Delco. Hoagie. <laughs> That's right. Down a corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very Quarter good. Corner is, is a classic. Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, this song is called Mainline, uh, which is kind of like their weird ode to the Philadelphia suburbs, uh, which is known locally as the Mainline because that's where the train used to go. Uh, it's no longer it's, called that. It, it still goes. Well, yeah, there's there's still train lines that go through there, but it's no longer like the Mainline as it was, I suppose, yeah. right? And generally speaking, the mainliner is, is the affluent. People, when they're referring to the mainline, they're referring to, like, the affluent Philly suburbs. Usually. Yes, and it's usually kind of old money. Like, people have been there for a very long time. Uh, people are very proud of, like, those communities they came from, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and also, I'll mention this uh, video features Aunt Terry. Do you guys know Aunt local internet celebrity Aunt local Terry? Local celebrity Aunt Terry? Sure do. Yeah, so uh, she's, like, a comedian voiceover artist and this is like her youtube character uh and it's it exemplifies kind of an aunt uh from delco uh so she's in this video so here we go uh but this is a much oh, more before fun you, song. before you get into that before yeah. you get into that i just want to say something about um aunt so i went i went to my i went with my cousins to wildwood and they were older than me and they like had some of their friends over and like one of their friends asked like who is this kid that's younger than all of us and why is he here and I'm like I said you know oh like instead of saying he's my cousin I was like oh you know Brian's mom is my aunt I said aunt and then the the, the guy got really serious and he was like what did you say and I was like uh aunt and he was like don't say aunt say aunt you don't say aunt you say aunt she's my aunt <laughs> But like really serious, like he got offended that I said aunt instead of aunt. I guess because he thought it was gay or something. I don't know. <laughs> what? Like, this was like 15 years ago or 20 years ago. That's crazy. It was like really weird, and it's like burned into my memory. <laughs> Did you say aunt? Do you still say aunt now, or do you say aunt? I I switch. I flip flop. I'm like um, John Carrier. Who who was the? Who's <laughs> John Kerry? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm like John Kerry. I'm a flip flopper. Oh, but that's my sorry to interrupt but that's (laughs) that's your aunt story my aunt story very good all right well let's listen to a little bit uh i'll play a little bit of the verse first and then we'll take a break and then we'll listen to some of the chorus uh 
But unlike my other picks, this one's uh, a lot more upbeat and uh, fun. So I hope everybody likes it. He's playing a show. His name's Kurt. He's in a band called Swift Technique. Hey, yeah, rock and roll band or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's this guy right here. Yeah, he knows. He's local. There's a party going next time. A baby sneaking through the back door. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. And grab a 40 at the corner store. Get your booty on the dance floor. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Give it to me straight. All right. Oh, which train station was that? That's, um, God is, that, is that Radnor? Or I've been at that train station before. I have too. It's not Wayne. Radnor, it's Wayne. Wayne. I've, I've waited for my dad at that train station. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. With Aunt Terry. Yeah, Aunt Terry was there, and she was like, Are you going to see my meow, 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 My wah, wah. That's right. Hey, Oogie. Hey, Oogie. Fly equals fly. <laughs> All right, so let's listen to the chorus and uh, wrap up with Swift Technique here. Also, big, uh, big supporters of uh, my old restaurant, so thumbs up to them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, give it to me straight, taking your time, taking that train, baby, down the main line. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, give it to me straight, taking your time, taking that train, baby, down the main line. I like it. I like it. I also enjoyed that they're all wearing like Philly centric t shirts. Like yeah. the guy with the tired hands. I saw that. Yeah. Too. Somebody's wearing with the, uh, the John Wawa t shirt nice. too, I think. I was at South Fellini. South Fellini shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uni Trove and Johnny Zito. That's right. <laughs> so there's some cool Philly bands. Uh, music coming out of Philly now. I hope people dig it. Yeah. They better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Eamon. Who? Is this the final pick from E-Money? This is the this final is countdown. Final countdown. Is your, is your song the final countdown? Yep, it's just the final countdown. So this is um, Xeno Gears, the PlayStation Japanese RPG, and this is the final boss fight music. Oh, snap. So when I was in college, I would um, get, me and my friends would make playlists of uh, Japanese RPG final boss music. Mm -hmm. it's always kind of epic. And it's like maybe the nerdiest thing I've ever said on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Xenogears is one of my favorite games. Uh, and I like this song. All right. This was a, this was a cool fucking game, man. <laughs> Yeah. Especially when it came out in 98. I love this game. There we go.
So basically in this game, you get in mechs and at the end of the game, you basically kill God. <laughs> yeah, there's like some, there's some themes involved. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty weird. But like this game's really cool because it's your, your 2D little characters, like your hand-drawn little characters, but the game environment is 3D. And then at some point you get into robots. Robots? So Gundam kind of where you you can fight two ways you can fight with the little characters or you can fight in the big robots um and it's just a really cool game and I like the music it's the same guy that did the Chrono Trigger music oh Chrono Trigger all right um and it's great yeah let's listen to a little more great great <laughs> the chanting aspect even though i think it's probably digital um i just like the kind of layered chanting and stuff um yeah. i think the digital the 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 vocal stuff is like samples uh, it reminds me a lot of some like uh early pat matheny music who's like a jazz musician uh he, his music sounds a little bit like that uh, yeah and he uses like chanting stuff in there it's cool one quick anecdote about playing jrpgs as a child so i would play them on the tv downstairs in like my mom's house and sometimes the final boss battles would be long and i wasn't playing this game but i was playing breath of fire 4 Ooh, a classic yeah that's an awesome game and then my mom came home god at the end yeah yeah (laughs) and i was like fighting this boss for an hour and then my mom came home and she was like you have to turn this off. I want to watch TV and she turned it off <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just wasted an hour and I never, I never beat the game. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Uh, what a hard life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I have real, real problems there, but anyway. Wow. Cool. Video game. Also, it was cool to hear that music next to the, uh, the Chrono Trigger music. Like you can hear, yep. uh, that it's the same composer. Like knowing yeah. that, it's like you can see the connections. Uh, yeah, cool. they're like other kind. Yeah, I could definitely see like getting into a groove with that music and it's also zoning out a little and yeah, yeah it's, it's great working music. Yeah, it's interesting that that's the final boss music too because I'm just picturing what the final boss music is like in Chrono Trigger and that is like very intense and like dramatic right. and in your face, not like this kind of wilting. It almost plays with your expectations. Like that is not the song I would expect my final boss to be right Right. it's like a little somber and like kind of uh like you're not necessarily maybe doing a good thing but um yeah it's it's a deep game (laughs) cool thank you very much amen for your picks oh sure thank you great what a blessing you want to play like these games again 
Yeah, you especially can Fez. Fez has been played uh, yeah. recently here, and it's been great. So. Fez is great. Yeah, I, I highly recommend. Awesome. Everyone awesome. play that. Kyle, your last pick of the show. All right. So my last pick of the of this here roundup is going to be by uh, the recently departed Charles Bradley. Uh, he's like incredible. He's one of those people you, you hear his voice and you think like, God, what, what happened to you that you're able to sing this way? It's like really very powerful. Uh, and I love all like so much of his music, but he has really interesting covers um, that I've been like digging through lately. Uh, so this is a cover of Neil Young's Heart of Gold. Uh, and it sounds very different, but I think it's pretty cool and kind of changes the some of the meaning of the song and where it's going. Awesome. Here we go. I've been to Hollywood. I've been to Redwood. I crossed the ocean for a heart of gold. I've been in my mind, it's such a fine line. It keeps me searching for heart of gold. And I'm getting old. All right. That sounds yeah, really good. Yeah, obviously very different than Neil Young's voice. Like Neil Young obviously is like a very passionate voice, but when you think about Neil Young, you don't think about like a a real powerhouse kind of vocal style or like even a vocal style that's like I don't think you would say like that technically speaking Neil Young is an amazing singer like that's not why you show up for Neil Young's voice um, and this is just interesting because obviously he this guy also has such a passionate voice but like with an insane and powerful vocal range that he really brings to bear on these songs awesome uh, you want to sing a little more yeah it keeps me searching for heart of gold, and I'm getting old. Oh yeah! Keeps me searching for. Uh, I had almost selected, but I feel like people may have already heard it. Um, he did a cover of Changes by Black Sabbath. Mm. Uh, the reason people may have heard it is if you've seen the show Big Mouth, the Charles Bradley version of that song is the opening theme. Oh, cool. And it's really good. Like, that's actually one of my favorite covers ever, I think. Because um, it takes a, I don't know, not a... I don't think a very remarkable Black Sabbath song. Um, and it just completely rips it apart and puts it back together as something totally different. Um, and I think that's what I want usually in a cover. Um, yeah. So I would check out all of Charles Bradley's covers, all of his original stuff too. It's all really killer. And there's a lot of really good uh, live recordings of him on YouTube too that people can check out. Awesome. When you, said 
he passed away recently? Recently, in the past couple of years, uh, he died. Um, but he, uh, I don't know, really kind of just an explosive voice. And also, if you haven't seen the show Big Mouth, you should totally watch it. Not just for the opening theme song, it's very funny. <laughs> um, Is that the, the Nick Kroll show? Yeah, Nick Kroll, John Mulaney, and Jason Manzukis mm. play it's like three of the main characters. Uh, it's great. Maya Rudolph is hilarious in it. Uh, lots of great voice performances, and it's just hysterical. Awesome. Cool pick, Kyle. Yeah, that's my final pick. All Charles right. Bradley. All Charles right. Bradley. Uh, so my last pick. So this is a non-Philly one, uh, but I decided to pick, I think, maybe my favorite band of all time, uh, the New Pornographers. I love Ooh. them so much. Uh, I think the very first time I ever heard them, uh, surprisingly, it was in a video game. Uh, was it Guitar Hero? It was Guitar Hero. Uh, their oh, wow. song, Electric Version uh yeah. off the the same it's the same uh that's a title track i think on their album i think so yeah uh anyway it's a great song um and i heard that and i was like kind of instantly hooked i was like i love the sound of this group it's unlike anything on the rock band soundtrack uh so i looked them up and uh they're great i don't know and they became like my soundtrack when i lived in new york um and ever since i've i don't know love them they're amazing musicians uh it's kind of a super group it's ac newman and um nico case are the two lead vocalists wow. although there's other vocalists too and like basically it's a it's a canadian like super group everybody in the group has like their own solo career whether it's in music or film or all sorts of the other arts uh it's really neat um so this is a single off their newest album uh the album is called in the morse code of brake lights uh and this song is titled falling down the stairs of your smile uh it's a great single and I, the video is fantastic, and I'm a sucker for any video that has, like, great dancing in it. And uh, this is no different. So uh, I'll start with, like, verse two. Um, so here we go. And then we'll listen to verse two and then maybe a little of the chorus. that's fun <laughs> yeah it's already great uh yeah the uh the video kind of follows along this woman who sits at a bus stop and she sees this group dancing uh which is what we saw and then they tumble down this hill and uh they all kind of are assimilated as we'll see uh in the next uh clip of the chorus so i guess now, we'll hop into that what's that count pornographers just come to town they did uh they came here i guess in the well it was in the fall so mm -hmm. but they were here yeah it was great. I saw him twice in one day. It was awesome. Twice in one day. And I got to the, the venue uh, this, for the second show, like, I don't know, maybe two hours before they went in. I was like the second person in line. So I was right up front. It was great. It was wow. amazing. Anyway. And that was a tour with Nico Case, right? Because she's Yeah, some, sometimes she's not able to go on tour with them because she's doing her own thing. Uh, what the fuck? I know, right? But she's, a, she's an incredible vocalist. Uh, they're all so good. Anyway. Um, and they have such a great sound because it's like a big band. I mean, you know, usually most pop groups or rock groups are, you know, three people, four people, maybe five. But like, 
I don't know, there's like eight people in the band sometimes. So it's pretty cool. Uh, also, a lot of their music videos, especially the early stuff, features a lot of comedians, uh, mm. which is really cool. So you'll see like David Cross is in one of their videos, I think. Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of like uh, comedic faces you'll recognize, I think. Uh, so uh, let's listen to the chorus. Stop it there. I should also mention uh, none of those people are members of the band. Those are all dancers. So sure. There we go. Very cool. <laughs> Which aim is this? Oh, this is. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. This is shaking aiming. Shaking aiming. Oh, I love shaking aiming. That's like a toy. Yeah, think of a word, and my brain just uh, indignant. This is indignant, Amen. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, shaking, Amen. That would be a lot more uh, stuff flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people want to see that. I do. So, Give the people what they want, baby. That's that's a Patreon exclusive, baby. Yeah, that's right. See me shaking around, right. or I'll shake a baby. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! We should say these these cats need to be on camera one more time because they're so beautiful. Is that one we've seen already? I don't remember. I, well, I guess uh, some people. Oh, she she's falling like asleep in my hand. What? Oh, amazing! So you cool. Put that cat in a burrito and eat it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> how are how are the dogs, Kyle? What's that? How are the dogs? Uh, well, the puppy is doing pretty well. He's kind of loving this quarantine thing because he gets a nice long walk every day because it's like my only opportunity to go outside. So I like milk it for all it's fucking worth. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I don't know. Lola, the 14-year-old chihuahua about to turn 15, is doing, I don't know. I, she's just very old. I'm concerned that she's failing to thrive. But, you know, she's still... Uh, She's still kicking and being sweet and very smelly. She's the stankiest dog on the planet. Stank dog. Stank dog from both ends. Nice. Also, like I didn't know that dogs like really audibly farted. Like really audibly. Like she'll just be sitting there asleep next to you, and all of a sudden you're just like. And it'll just go on. Like she'll have like a steady stream of farts. Wow. Wow. Fart stream. <laughs> mm -hmm. Don't cross them. Whatever yep. you do, don't cross the streams. Don't cross the spark streams. Well, I guess on that note, <laughs> we'll close out the show. Uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us this week. As we said before, uh, you know, make sure to check out the links that we've uh, supplied uh, if you want to listen to more of these bands uh, or albums. Um, also, in the comments below, uh, give us your recommendations to share with other people in the community and with us. We'll check it out. 
Um, and also, I guess if you liked this as a fun break from our normal stuff, especially during quarantine, if you want us to do it again, let us know. Maybe we could theme it differently. Uh, I don't hey, know. Maybe I, we could even theme it around some of the cool picks that you send us that we're smitten by. Who yeah, knows? that's a good idea. World's uh, our oyster. Who yeah, knows? So, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> that's right. Isn't it? Oh, Liverpool Eamon's back. Liverpool. I want to have a Zoom call with all the different Eamons. They're all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'll make that happen. We can make that happen. We have the technology, I think. Uh, <laughs> so thanks everybody again for joining us. We'll be back next week, uh, probably with a reader mail episode again. So uh, it's been good. Stay safe out there. Uh, you know, uh, we're with you, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to end it. Um, we're with you, I guess. <laughs> yes, I yeah, or emphatically. Like, we're with you, unless you really need us, then. I, I, you know, to be honest, like, I never know how, like, saccharine to make these. Not that I'm like... Oh, pour it on, baby. No, that's... I, 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 I shouldn't say pour that I don't want to make it saccharine. I feel like I do make it saccharine by going on about it, and I then try to catch myself. See, this is all sorts of self-doubt issues, and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, we're this here. This is just your toxic masculinity poisoning you against your own feelings, buddy. I don't know. You're a victim yeah. of the patriarchy here, my man. I don't, I don't know if it's that. I just don't want to, you know. Liberate podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, everybody be safe out there. We've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. All right, bye. Bye. See ya. See ya.